gets thick, breaks and rap and loud, touts, thoughts, stepping in, bout, knock out, just drive in, out. Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast. I am Curious G. This week's topic is anger, the spiritual side of anger. But there's another part of this podcast this week. We're not just talking about anger, but we're touching on Taoism or Taoism, if that's the way you want to say it. T-A-O. Anyways, this is going to be an unusual episode. We have had a death kind of in the family. Anthony has not been able to be here this week. He's coming, but he's dealing with some stuff. But I have a special guest. My special guest. Let's call her Phoenix. Hello, Phoenix. Hi. <laughs> oh, very exciting. Very exciting. Um, have you listened to the podcast? Uh, I've listened to a few episodes, yeah. Truth of Power. Truth of Power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about it so far? Uh, it's good. It's good. different. I like it. Good. 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 Have you heard the song? Uh, the Dow song? Yes, I have. How did you like it? It was good. It was good. What did it make you think about? Um, I connected with it. Um, I'm definitely an angry person and I'm definitely a spiritual person. I would classify myself as a, as a Taoist. Um, and I've oh, always- Oh shit. You're a Taoist? I, I am. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd never meet any of us. I don't yeah, know where they are. People never know what it is. Nobody never knows what it is. Bruce yeah. Lee, we've got that dude, <laughs> but, but everybody else is not aware so if you don't know what Taoism is, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my version of it. Um, it it's for some people, it's a, a religion. For some people, it's a philosophy. Um, yin yang, that's our thing. If you don't know what yin yang is, uh, it's that little circle thing with the white side with the black dot and the black side with the white dot. And it kind of basically is saying that there's a little bit of light in the darkness and a little bit of darkness and the light, that there are no absolutes. And I think the best way to explain it is Star Wars, the force, right? Like Definitely. How we, yeah. That's why that story is so amazing to me. Yeah. Star Wars is amazing, by the way. God damn it. <laughs> One of my favorite all-time stories. And, you know, the the, the whole topic of, of anger is big in those films, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I, I connect with it quite a bit. <laughs> you know, it's... Um, what does that character uh, do? He eventually becomes Darth Vader, right? But yeah. Anakin, like, what's what's his struggle in that film? What does he struggle with? Anger, hate. Mm. But it doesn't start there, does it? No. Where did it start? Fear. 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 What did Yoda say? Do you remember what that motherfucker said? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She didn't study. Fear <laughs> leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And the hatred leads to suffering. Suffering. Yoda was a smooth little motherfucker. I like that Yoda shit. You know, when I was a little kid, I watched Star Wars when it first came out. And, and Yoda didn't show up until Empire Strikes Back, right? Like that was mm -hmm. where, where he first showed up. But he was like a fucked up puppet back then. <laughs> and, like, he wasn't, I don't think they expected him to be as big as what he became, 
right? Like everybody yeah. just fucking loved that dude. And then by the time those new movies came, that was one of my favorite things about the newer movies. Like the first three episodes, right? Episodes one, two, and three is when Yoda shows up, right? Yeah. Like I really dug Yoda. And and the coolest goddamn thing in all of Star Wars to me was when Yoda walks in with his little cane, like a little cripple motherfucking Yoda dude. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he throws that shit at his hide, pulls out his lightsaber and starts flying around, <laughs> flipping around. And I was like, holy. I, I, badass motherfucker. It was. He was a badass <laughs> motherfucker. He was a badass. Well, we need some Yoda today, don't we? Yeah. To, to fix some of the shit that's going on out there. <laughs> so, Definitely. Do you relate to that character of uh, Anakin? Yeah, I, I do. I've had a lot of fear in my life and I've, I've always masked that with anger. Um, cause I've always been like an independent person, you know what I'm saying? And in, in the world, you can't show your fear. And so I've always walked around kind of with, um, I guess what you can say, a bitch face. <laughs> bitch face? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know exactly. I remember, uh, but, um, do you have a, uh, do you have like a, just sitting around bitch face? <laughs> yeah. Like I look at people in intensity, like fuck with me, fuck with me and see what happens kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, when you talk to me, I'm a, I'm a really nice person, but, um, but you got to get through the bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could somehow get through the bitch face, I could find out, oh, this, this Phoenix chick, she's, uh, she's actually all right. Yeah. But, um, I've just always, I've always had anger cause that's, that's always been something that, I don't know, has per, kind of protected me, you know? Mm. People don't want to fuck with the angry girl. They don't want to fuck with the quiet girl. Mm. Calm like a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, anger, you know, it's one of those things that I think that I've, in my life, I've kind of demonized it and I've seen it like, like it's a bad thing. Um, as I've gotten older, I kind of realized that anger has done a lot of good things in the world. And in, in the song, I kind of bring it out. Um, I think in the third verse, it says, you know, that, you know, there's been things in our society that have changed because of anger. You know, you think about the slavery that existed. You think about women's lib. You think about the civil rights, all these things, right? If it wasn't for anger. Nothing would be changed. Nothing would be changed. Where do it, you think it just we depends how you use your anger, you know? You can use it in, in a positive way. You can use it in a destructive way. And a lot of people use it in a destructive way. You know, a lot of people are angry and they don't even know what the fuck they're angry about. They're just angry. Mm -hmm. But if you balance your anger, going back to Taoism, if you balance it, um, it could be a, an amazing thing. That's why I call myself the Phoenix. I rise. I use my anger and I rise. Mm. Oh, she's a rapper, by the way, guys. <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't just, we don't just have these weird ass names, Ace Cannon, Curious G, Phoenix, you know, we, we are rappers, you know, and rappers are angry, aren't we? Fuck yeah, we are. Fuck yeah, dude. But that's again, like we use our anger and we create instead of destroy, we create something. We, we come together. We do these kinds of podcasts. We, we do ciphers, we do rap battles. We, we come together and we take our anger and we put it in a positive direction instead of, you know, burning shit down or, you know. Stabbing people or Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I get pissed off, but I don't stab people or burn shit down. Well, I, I don't either. And that's because of music. Oh God. Thank God. You keep doing what you do. You keep recording that shit. Cause always till the day I die. And do me a favor. You got any knives on you? Cause I'm nervous no, now. No. Okay. Cause yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Better be careful what I say to this motherfucker. This motherfucker might have a knife. <laughs> All right, we better not get too silly because she's prone to silly. So, <laughs> so if you were trying to explain Taoism, how would you explain it? 
um, balance, going with the flow. Um, one of our biggest things is like, we don't know what's out. We, we don't, we don't have to label anything in the world. You know, all the other religions, they say what life is and they say what death is, but we are just accepting the fact that we don't know. And we're fine with that. It kind of takes like the relief and like the stress of getting to know something off. Like we don't know and we're fine. We're just going to float and we're going to go with it. And we know that the universe has us because there's balance in everything. Mm. You know, anything that bad happens to you, there's always something that good happens out of it. And with good things, there's always something bad. So it's okay to let that shit go because it was good, you know, but everything good comes to an end and everything that is bad comes to an end. So the universe has us and we just have to kind of find the balance (laughs) within that. And I think that's the tricky part is finding the balance because with anger, with sadness, with all our emotions, like it's so intense. It's so intense. And sometimes we can go one way or the other way, but with Taoism, and meditation and all of that, you kind of come back to your center. You become mm. centered and at peace, you know? Try to be, try to be. Try. I think you did an excellent <laughs> job explaining it, actually. I, you know, I harmonize with that. Um, and this is actually kind of the way that I got into Taoist thought. Um, when I was young, I was doing uh, Tai Chi and my, my teacher in the Tai Chi thing, he was a Taoist. And that kind of got me aware of it. And I read this book called The Tao of Physics. Mm. Um, probably one of the greatest books I've ever read in my life. One of the most meaningful books that I've ever read in my life. And it's a scientific look at physics. And it compares things um, in the world of physics uh, through the lens of the Eastern religions and and how much truth there is in in those belief systems when you get down into the world of physics and and he I guess he picked Tao of physics because Taoism gives the best view of reality but um, for some people Taoism is a religion for some people it's a philosophy um, and I actually have never been to a Taoist church or any of that stuff because they're really fucking hard to find I yeah. mean there's one our main s- thing is meditation so going out in nature is I guess the best uh, temple that we have is just going outside being with the trees being with the wind feeling you know the water and looking at the sun you know mm-hmm. I think it's cooler than a lot of other churches that I've been to <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, we got, we got waterfalls at our fucking Oh yeah, down. we do. <laughs> but it, it really happened for me kind of like this. So it was a, it was a slow path for me. Um, years ago, there was a, a writer uh, named William James that wrote a book called the varieties of spiritual experiences. And he looked at all these different religions and he basically said that the, the thing that he got from all of the religions is that spirituality is the way in which we connect to the world around us. Hmm. So I held on to that for a long time. That was in, in my mind, my version of spirituality for a long time. It's either I can connect to the world around me in a negative way, or I could connect to the world around me in a positive way. And which spirit do I really want to cultivate? Yeah. And um, I held on to that for a lot of years. And it was actually when my mother was in hospice and I just, I wasn't able to go out anywhere. So I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of looking at stuff. I actually got into meditation pretty heavy during that time. And <clears throat> I was reading um, the Tao Te Ching and it basically said what you kind of were, were saying, um, you know, if you can explain 
the Tao or God or whatever you want to call it, then it's not the Tao. It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. And and that's just it. It's, it means the way. Uh, So right now in this moment is all I have in this moment. Um, I'm walking the best spiritual path that I possibly can, attempting to find balance between the light and the darkness. And even the darkness isn't seen like sin, evil, or any of that stuff. It's not. You embrace it. You have to embrace it. Yeah, there's there's energies. There's a positive energy, a negative energy, and... um, Negative isn't always necessarily evil or bad or stuff like I that. I think it gets a bad rap. <laughs> it gets a bad rap. And anger is is the thing that I talked about in this song that I feel gets a bad rap. Um, I think that some people, like when I was when I was in the Christian religions and all this stuff, you know, I felt like it was a, a mixed message. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I was being bad if I if I gave in anger, right? I understand that completely. Yeah. My whole life, people have tried to to shut out my anger and, and try to calm me down. Everyone says, calm down, calm down. My anger is justified. The way that I express my anger might have not always been justified, you know? And there I try to work go. I try to work on that every day, you know? Because shit fucking happens, you know? You, you get disrespected. People people aren't the nicest in the world, to say the least, you know? Um, that doesn't mean that you have to suppress your feelings for everybody else. You are a person. You exist. You matter. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for telling me that. (laughs) I started to worry it didn't matter, but you straightened my ass out. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I broke your train of thought. You're good. Um, It's just the way that I've always expressed my anger hasn't been good. Mm. And the past few years, I've really, really looked at my life and who I was when I was angry, and I didn't like who I was. Um, And now, when I express my anger, I try my best to stay calm. Because my anger either comes, it most of the time comes out of fear. Like you were saying with the Star Wars thing, it comes out of fear. So I break it down to them. Like I'm fearful of this or I'm fearful of that. Or I feel like you disrespected me in some sort of way. And if they don't understand the boundary, then fuck them. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, you don't have to explode on them because there's no point. You know what I'm saying? And if, if it is, if they do care or if, you know, there's any sort of um, fixing it, then you don't have to come all batshit crazy. You know, that actually harms you and whatever you're angry at. It doesn't, it doesn't make a, a, a positive change. And that's what you're looking for when, you, when you're angry. You don't want <laughs> your day to go to like shit. You're like, hey, motherfucker, can we fix this shit? Is there going to be a problem here? You know? Um, and it doesn't really have to be like that. There, there shouldn't have to be... I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I was just, I was just sitting there thinking as you were, as you were sharing your stuff, you know, us Dallas, we are, we say the word motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're like, we're like cussing machines. I wonder if Bruce Lee used to break down the motherfucker like that, but. Um, it just rolls off the tongue, you know? It does. Motherfucker <laughs> is just a wonderful word. I, I have a song called motherfucker, but you know, I think when you go back to the Star Wars thing, yeah. right? It was the fear. And if, if you remember in the story, there's an interesting thing that happens. Like he's seven years old when he leaves his planet to go on the spiritual path. Yeah. He was going in the way, right? He leaves, he gets out of slavery, right? He's enslaved on this planet and his freedom is actually won through his spiritual path. And the first thing he says when they're in space is is how cold it is. And and um, uh, what's her name? Uh, what was that chick's name? Leia? No, not Leia. Leia. <laughs> I don't know. No, Leia's not even born yet. No, the the, the one that he marries, the, the the chick that he, you know. 
I haven't uh, seen this movie. We're stupid. <laughs> we could be stupid people. We didn't do any preparation on this. In fact, I didn't even plan on talking about Star Wars, but it's the perfect thing yeah. for framing Taoism. <laughs> no, um, Anakin's love of his life, um, that chick, whatever her name was, <laughs> you know, Natalie Portman's character. I can't mm. remember. Mm, Natalie Portman. <laughs> ah, I love me some Natalie Portman. Anyways, um, yeah, he's he's fearful. He has this dream. That, that she's going to die. And when he l- first leaves the planet, right? Like, I know I'm going in a million directions because I get so Star Wars excited. Mm. I get Star Wars excited. I'm a, I'm a Star Wars nerd in case nobody knew that. I was seven years old when that motherfucker <laughs> came out and it made an impression. Um, so he's in space and he's like, it, it's so cold out here. And, and Natalie Portman's character, who I can't remember, she says space is cold. But I think what he was actually feeling was the fear you know, this is something mm-hmm. over and over in the film that comes back is is the feeling of fear and there's a coldness to it. And mm. and it, there's a lack of life inside of his fear. There's a death waiting inside of his fear. Yeah. Right? Definitely. <clears throat> so what he's fearful of is his mother. He's fearful that he's not going to see her again. And he promises her, I'm going to come back and I'm going to free you. Right? He's going to set her free. But, you know, we're not all powerful. He was never able to come back and, and stop her from dying, yeah. right? Um, and what happened when when she did his anger? He destroyed the whole tribe of, of um, sand people that had taken him, killed the women, the children, everybody. You know, his anger just came out. And then I guess in that third movie, um, he's having these dreams of, of, of uh, Padme. When I was Padme. Yes. Pa- okay. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. Long enough. I smoked a lot of weed back in the day. And sometimes when I think really hard, all I can hear is bong bubbles. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, <clears throat> thank you, Mr. Bubbler, for bringing that one to the surface. <laughs> so Natalie Portman, Padme, um, is, he's fearful that she's going to die. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's kind of like his mother. He's, he's, you know, now that she's gone, he doesn't want the same thing to happen. You know, I think he's fearful of a lot of things. And um, that's when he comes across the story of the Sith and all that, which he he gets this idea that he can have power over life so he can control and stop. And that's the thing about Taoism is we're, we're so much not about control, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a, uh, there's an idea of harmonizing with the world around us. It's a the, sense of relief, really. It is a sense of relief because you don't have to control because we're not in control anyway. Yeah. You know, but we're anger, in control of ourselves. That's it. And I think anger gives us the illusion of control. Same with fear. Same with fear. Fear is an illusion. Fear is an illusion. So if we, <clears throat> if we, at the surface of anger, if we get underneath it and we replace that fear with something else, like, dare I say, faith, you know, yeah. faith. Faith that we don't have to control everything. I think that opens us up to doing something about our anger if we need to. Yeah. Because not all not all things need to be addressed with anger. Yeah. But um, this show began because I was angry. Did you know that? I'm, yeah. You knew that? I mean, I didn't know that, but oh, I, 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 I say, deducted. Damn. I deducted from the, you know, the title. <laughs> you are so fucking, well. how old are you? I am 22. 22 and wise as a motherfucker. <laughs> you and your Dallas self over there. No, it's, um, <clears throat> I was, I was watching the world in, in 2020 as my mother was dying. 
through the television. I could see everything that was going on. And since then, it, 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 there's a lot of shit out there right now that's it's got me fucking pissed. But the thing is, is, is I wanted to do something to bring people together because I think right now that we're being torn apart by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I think we as a human race, more than ever right now, we need to be together because these are dark times and it's getting darker by the day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of death around me uh, uh, or a lot of issues around me. And um, a lot of it has gone back to the drug problems that are existing and fentanyl and all that stuff. I've, I've known a couple of, of tragedies just in the very recent present, <laughs> you know, and that stuff fucking pisses me off. You know, what it's I mean? funny that no one's talking about it either. Nobody is. Nobody, Nobody is. And, and one of the things that pisses me off so much is, you know, we get over to Afghanistan back at, at the start of the Afghani war. And this is where most of the opioids in the world come from. Over 90% of them come out of there. And since we got over there, the, the opioid crisis in this country has doubled. And I wonder, are we standing guard watching as the pharmaceutical companies load the shit oh, up? Oh, I'm sure. It's fucking pissing I'm me sure. off. <laughs> No doubt in my mind. <laughs> and then they turn around and arrest us, right? When we do the shit. Well, you motherfuckers brought it in. How, how do you think they make their money? Oh, I'm just <laughs> so pissed. pissed. But, you know, it's, it's, I wanted to do something. So this is the show. This is the truth of power um, concept is, is I kind of look at it like, you know, women's lib, the civil rights, all these things. These were things where people were angry in the past and people mm. came together and they did something to affect a change. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what we've got to do. And the problem, this is, this is the big problem that I'm having. I'm not smart enough. I can't figure the shit out. But I figure if we begin these conversations, maybe we can figure things out together and... um like when I asked you to be a part of this podcast, you weren't too sure. How do you think you're doing? I hope I'm doing okay. You're doing fucking good. I've never, I've never done a podcast before, so but I said, fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, let's do it. Get on the mic. Rappers ain't afraid of the mic. Yeah. But wh- wh- where do you think the world stands today with this this the things that's going on? And should people be angry? Um, should we be silent in our anger or we should... Or should we talk like we're doing here? Uh, definitely talk. Um, a lot of people are angry, but they don't even know why they're angry. You know, when you ask somebody like, what about this? What about that? They can't even give you a direct answer of what they believe. They just get pissed that you're even asking those questions. And I think that th- that anger kind of divides us. You know what I'm saying? It's always red or blue or or one way or this way. It's never... You never want to look at other, anybody's other side. And in fact, the other side has what you need to change something. Mm. The other side, just like yin and yang, has a little bit of what you have. And they have what you need. And if you would just come together, like you would actually benefit so much more than you could ever possibly know. Because you're whole. Duality. Duality. We have two eyes. We have two sides of our brain. We have two ears, two hands. I mean, there's a lot of duality in the human body, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of duality here in, in the world. You know, there's Eastern thought and Western thought, which is really different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, here in, in Western thought, um, we're kind of all yang. We don't have any yin. You know, we don't have any of that, 
that softer side. We're very, uh, you know, yeah. um, and I think we're out of balance. I think we're out of balance. Um, but, but there's an interesting thing about duality. The, the word focus, to focus on a point, you have to come from two different places. That's why we have two eyes and we're able to focus in on something. It gives us better depth perception when we mm-hmm. come from those two points. Um, cameras know that, you know, uh, and there's some clarity that comes from perspectives that come from different places. Um, male, female, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of duality and I, I think it helps us to get a little clarity. Um, and the thing about this show that we say all the time is we have the right to be wrong because we want to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. But if, if I hear your ideas and they're different than mine, and if I'm open to it, maybe I'll grow. Yeah. Maybe I'll see things differently. And I think that's like the definition of being intelligent is able to admit that you don't know something because as soon as you know, admit that you don't know something, you can learn, you can grow, you can have an open mind. And I feel like that's the problem today is nobody has an open mind. Mm. But the people listening to this most likely- All seven of us. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely have taken the steps to have an open mind, you know? Yeah. Which I think is, I think it's really fucking cool. And, And that's one of the things that like, this is one of my, this has been one of my fears since I've started this podcast is that there's things I'm gonna say that are going to shut people down to the message, like the profanity. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to not use profanity on this show. And I've talked about this several times on the show is, is, you know, I don't want, I don't want somebody to not listen because they hear the word motherfucker because I want them to get what the conversation is. I think that's the beauty of this show though, is because if you care about us saying motherfucker, then you're probably not like us. If you can't open-mindedly accept that, you know, sometimes we say cuss words. Sometimes we talk about topics that, you know, you're not familiar hearing that we don't see or hear in, in society. If you're accepting of that, then you can come together with us. You know, we want you on our team. We yeah. want we want to bring people together. Team us. You know? And so if that there's that one person that's like, nah, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. They're splitting us apart, which is exactly the opposite of what we're trying to do, That's you it. know? And we hope that they change their minds and they hope, you know, as they listen, they have an enlightenment and they're like, oh shit, I don't actually care about cussing because this motherfucker's real as hell. I've been waiting to hear this shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I think censorship is all about control. I think it's it a, a control over the language that ideas hold. You know, that if we're not free to say things, then are we free to think things? And that's the crazy thing. Everyone talks about the Second Amendment, but what about the First Amendment? Freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they censor radio and they censor TV and they censor books and they censor, you know, what you say in classrooms and work. And I understand there's, there's a society, you know, we don't want to talk about certain things. And, you know, sometimes it's personal, you know, like I wouldn't go on a bus station and talk about my personal life. You know, there's kind of, you know, a boundary there. But why, as, as a whole, are we dictating what everybody says? Why are we censoring motherfucker? I think we're all adults here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's probably we've no heard children. It, we've said it once or twice in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's probably no children listening to my show. And if they are, they're probably pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are pretty cool, those motherfuckers. 
Little seven-year-old motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker knows what's up. <laughs> Sorry, that's my little kid voice. I, you know, I'm not good with voices. I wanted to be the good voice guy. Yeah. You know, I think I would be a cooler person if I had good voices. You know what I mean? But I, I just don't, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. At least you put in the effort. I do put in the effort. I do put in the effort. I can do a little kid voice. Motherfucker, what? <laughs> I don't know why my kid voice is so profane, though. <sighs> well, we are doing a, a very short show. Um, I, I It literally crushed my spirit that we didn't release anything yesterday because mm. it was Friday. Um, and Anthony is going through some things and, and we support each other on this show. I don't like to force anything. Um, I had another female lined up and then she got sick. So things have been beyond my control, right? Yeah. So uh, I've got to have a little faith. Yeah. I have to have a little faith. Definitely. Um, but if you've, if you're sticking with us, um, we're probably going to do like we did when, when Anthony had COVID, we're going to do a little bit of a show this time and then we'll release a second part of the show. Cause this might actually be a topic that we need to get a little bit more into. Maybe it'll be a two week topic here, but let's see what happens. Um, would you like to have some parting thoughts, Miss Phoenix? What is a parting thought? It's kind of like when we're leaving, you know, remember that motherfucker, <laughs> um, Jerry Seinfeld at the end, they would have like the crazy shit. People yeah. be fighting the whole show and then gotcha. he'd break it down with a parting thought and he'd bring it all into perspective. You know, when the brother is fucking, I don't know, his cousin or something like that. And all of a sudden <laughs> at the end, he gives us some spiritual wisdom <laughs> about what we're supposed to learn from cousin fucking. <laughs> Do you got um, any cousin fucking wisdom? Just. <laughs> 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 Um, no, you're kind of putting me on the spot here. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the parting thought always fucks everybody up. Uh, you know, the only thing I would like to say is um, I very much appreciate you being open to coming on to this show. Um, I didn't realize that you were goddamn Dallas. What an amazing. Maybe I should talk to more people. Maybe yeah. I need to find out if there's more of us because I would love to meet other people like me. But uh, I just don't like to push my shit. That's what it is. I feel it. I don't, Definitely like, feel I don't it. like to push my shit. But, well, this is this is the truth power. Stick around for the rest of the show. We've got some more stuff coming up. And Miss Phoenix, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. <laughs> Tongue tied and twisted. All right. Well, keep listening. There's more to come. Out. I tried to be a Christian. I pretty much sucked at it. First off, Christianity does not like to be questioned about inconsistencies in its basic text. Pisses Jesus off. What does angry Jesus do to people like me that question his integrity? Well, Jesus attacks with logical fallacies. Of course you don't get it, man. You're a sinner, you simple bastard. Your mind is clouded with impure thoughts. Okay, thug Jesus... I give up. Let's just go to the buffet, man. We're cool. Look, maybe I got confused trying to pick the right Jesus. See, I met Florida Jesus. And that Jesus, he's way more emotional than hillbilly Jesus. Blackwater Swamp Jesus has a pastor named Gator. He wears camouflage right at the pulpit. And he'll cook the shit out of some fried chicken. And yes... 
that Jesus may tell you at any time, you need to shut the fuck up. You're in church, son. Now, how does one happen to meet Florida Jesus? Well, first, if you're like me, get born in Florida. Second, don't move. Someone will set up an introduction. Usually when you're young enough to be vulnerable and incapable of critical thought. But thank God we got such good schools in Florida. See, a Floridian can spot fallible, oppressive, complex systems of propaganda. Which is how we can pick out all that fake news. Now, for a bit, I was fooled into thinking that church would be a great place to meet women. Well, it was, but honestly, I was really looking for more than just sex. Plus, Christians tend to like self-hatred and shame when it comes to the body and its natural desires. They also tend to preach that women must be submissive to men in all matters. I found that shit sick. Sometimes I like to have the girl on top. Hey, if God felt like we should hate ourselves for wanting to fuck more than one person, why did he make vagina one size fits all? It doesn't fit. Guess you're not the one for me, Steve. Well, I will find a soulmate when God decides it's time. A Jesus-approved bedfella. Anyways, I sucked at being a Christian for other reasons. Turns out Florida Jesus does not have an open mind when it comes to eating mushrooms. And Jesus happens to have a strictly enforced, fuck no, policy when it comes to marijuana. I know Christians smoke weed because they can't shut the fuck up about their version of Jesus when I get high enough to ring his doorbell. But at church, it's all a big secret. Like fucking altar boys. Hey, good Christians don't ask questions that make Jesus uncomfortable. They don't have multiple partners, especially on ecstasy. And lastly, to make this work, you really need to be a Republican. Join today and get a free gun. Anyway, biggest issue I had was how certain Pastor Gator is about God stuff. Two things Christians know for sure. The Bible is the word of God. And we can join the club if we believe everything it says without question. Well, certainty scares me. Crazy people are certain. Dudes like Hitler are certain. Shit, Adolf was Catholic and he was certain all the way to genocide. Plus, I don't know if you know this, but there has been 34,000 versions of Christian faith since its conception. So, which one should I pick? You know, for certain. I'll give you a minute to figure your shit out. Meanwhile, I figure I can be an equally bad Taoist. Or Taoist, if that flips your skirt. First thing I learned about the Tao is they have no idea how to explain their own shit. <laughs> they don't even try. It is simply explained as the flow that is beyond human understanding. <laughs> Perfect. I can't figure it out. No one expects me to try. I can do that. Shit. I'm from Florida. Not figuring out shit is in my skill set. 
second thing I learned about the Tao. Yin-yang. The balance of light and dark. Where light has some darkness and darkness has some light, and therein there exists no absolutes. Like the Force, Luke. Look, breaks down like this. There's no wrong or right that will condemn my being, but rather a discipline to find balance in all things, while practicing self-care and trying to harmonize with the world around me. (laughs) Cool. Besides, all y'all got Jesus. We? We got Bruce fucking Lee. I've seen that dude. I'm pretty sure he could have kicked Jesus's ass. Especially the white one. Turn the other cheek if you want to, but come around Bruce with all that burning bitches alive that don't pray your way, you might get thumped. Third thing, Taoists have never initiated war. We didn't have an inquisition, no stonings, no beheadings, no Bible-sanctioned rape. We don't want your money, and we don't mess with politics, and we haven't fucked any kids. They've got meditation, Kung Fu, acupuncture, Tai Chi, massage, tea, and fucking candles. Also, I haven't really asked any specifics because I don't like to rock the boat, but I think they have a fairly open mind when it comes to drug policies and when it comes to sex as a form of self-expression. Once I teach them how to make fried chicken like Pastor Gator... Shit, I figure there's no need for me to fuck with that Florida Jesus no more. Can I get an amen? Well, that is the Truth, the Power podcast, part one, on Tao and anger. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed our guest, Phoenix. And this week, we're not going to release a song because we'll release a new song on the second half this podcast episode. Thanks for tuning in.